Working on going on tour in Japan to the Himalayan mountains to a faraway land. Feeling like a mix is even stranger than they ran. Maybe this is God's plan, maybe this is God's plan. Seen a lot of things only few can handle. Facts on wax couldn't hold a candle. Feeling like I'm running in a cyclone. I can make a magic wand out of a microphone. Spirit gun, hot again, Kamehameha. Book of the Vashanti and the daggers of the knock. Focus on my energy, I'm never gonna stop. Focus on my energy, I'm never gonna stop. Demons and my enemies, I put them in a the plot. BIG Supreme in case a motherfucker forgot. I can see the future, I can see the wrath of God. So I guess my only fan is poking holes in the facade. Down to earth, down to earth, down to earth. Man, I wish it was more down to earth. I feel like I am lifting the curse. I feel like I am shifting the course. I don't do this for gifts and awards. I feel like I got a shield and a sword. I risk most. Hello and welcome to the Eighth Note Sessions. I'm Mike Shamil. And I'm Davin Mullen. And our guest today is Big Brother. Big Brother, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up, Doc? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? Good. For those who don't know Big Brother, he's a hip-hop artist with a long history in the music scene, playing different genres and styles. Um, he's also a local entrepreneur and uh, and mixologist. Um, he's got his hands <laughs> oh, in a lot stop. of things. <laughs> a very talented fellow. But uh, tell us, tell us uh, first off, um, what you're working on right now. What what project of yours sort of is taking the um, the the most high priority position in your schedule. What what what's 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 at the forefront right now? So to be fair, my son is always number one. Hey, all right. But uh, creatively, um, my endeavor musically right now, I'm actually kind of like working on my like magnum opus album right now. I'm going to be calling it a uh, Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, my last. Uh, was called Lapis Temporum, which is a uh, Latin for time stone. So we're kind of going with like a little theme here. Uh, I wanted to make something in the vein of how like Kendrick Lamar did like the Black Panther soundtrack. So like this would be like my hip hop soundtrack for Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? Okay. So uh, unofficial, of course. But hey, you know, Marvel, let me know. You know so, <laughs> I got you, but because uh, you had me my whole life, so yeah, I got you. Like. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so this is going to be really cool. Uh, I actually kind of had like a thought last night. I'm, I got some like really cool samples that I'm working on uh, integrating. I'm going to work with a couple uh, producers that I've never worked with before because I've only really worked with myself. I don't really uh, spit on other people's beats, you know what I mean? So uh, it's, it's a little foreign to me, but it always kind of works out, you know, well. So uh, I've more so recently connected with a couple of uh, artists, you know, just from like working here. And uh, yeah, I work here at the Gypsy Parlor, by the way, where we're filming. And thank you, Gypsy Parlor, for uh, hosting thank us. You. Shout out to thank Gabby. Thank you, Gabrielle. Thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, so I've made uh, quite a few connections with people here, uh, you know, just genuine friendships. And uh, it just so happens that a lot of their stuff just like works with my sound, you know, so... We're going to be kind of expanding upon that. I'm working with uh, Trey Ocho, uh, Jefe Boss Up at the moment. Uh, we got a couple of things in the works. Uh, shout out to my man, Glenn Cove. Uh, he has a beat battle tonight at Milky's, actually. Nice. Uh, I won't be able to make it personally because I have work, but uh, much luck and much love. Everything just kind of is like falling into place. And I got this energy right now that I just feel like I have like a calling to do my greatest work because I have to like match like the greatness of my son. You know what I mean? So at this, <laughs> at this point, uh, 
anything that I make has to be like as great as my child, like, but not greater, obviously, because it's not possible. But. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's an interesting sort of thing because there's kind of an urgency. And, yeah, and, and what your intention is going to be. Right. And it's like, we're, we got that whole like 2012 energy right now too. Like the world's going to end, you know, I got <laughs> like, and that's kind of like, uh, so like I used to be in a, uh, death band, you know, and a, a couple of them. And it was like around that time. And, you know, it was actually, you know, probably like more like 2008, 2009. Uh, it was a band called what lies beneath. Um, that was like end times music, you know what I mean? I feel like it was appropriate for the time. Uh, I don't know. Uh, all of a sudden, I was like uh, a skilled vocalist for metal music, just like when I was 16. It was kind of cool. Uh, took that some places. was pretty cool, but ended up just kind of going back to my roots and getting back into hip hop. Uh, that was a whole journey and process. Um, yeah. You, you grew up in, in Niagara Falls, which, yeah. which is uh, a tough town. It's really tough. Uh, I, used, I used to get beat up on a lot, you know what I mean? Uh, which is hilarious because you're like a, a mountain. I wasn't uh, always, you know what I mean? I've always been really nice to people, <laughs> you know what I mean? So people take advantage of that, you know. Uh, it's learned behavior, though. It's not mm -hmm. something that, you know they were even really necessarily in control of us just what they were around, you know what I mean? So, I mean, God bless all the kids that actually grew up to be, you know, something decent. Cause we actually do have some decent people that come out of Niagara Falls. And I like to think of myself as a representative every time I leave the house uh, to show people that we're not all fucking trash, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of folks, you know, like, and I've been guilty of this in the past, kind of dunk on the falls as being dude. Like, yeah, it's it's like it's know. it's the garbage can, man. Everybody's like, because you know, there's a landfill in the middle of the fucking city. Like, what like what do you expect? You know, what right. I mean, like yeah. uh, there's landfill, a huge crime per waste. capita. Yeah, uh, Love Canal. You know, we yeah. we just get like the shit under the stick, and we kind of get made fun of for it. It's like it's it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like kicking a homeless person. You know, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, definitely punching down. Yeah, for sure. But uh, you know. Uh, but from the struggle comes beauty, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like, I've, I've, I've been poor, you know what I mean? I've been, you know, very like low class. I've been without, I've gone without, but like, you know, when my parents could, they've always given me everything, you know, uh, whenever, you know, whatever a kid could need, you know what I mean? So everything I ever needed, I got. You know what I mean? Uh, up until I was like a teenager and then the shit got kind of weird, but. <laughs> well, well, that's yeah. being a teenager. Yeah, you know? but my parents always yeah. made sure that I, I ate and I had, you know, I had clothes for school. It wasn't all, I mean, I got made fun of, but you know, I didn't really need anything. I mean, you know, I could get into my whole childhood, but that doesn't define me. You know, I don't think that defines me. I think uh, being accomplished in a couple different fields of, uh, you know, media and art uh and just kind of just building up my own like highlight reel is like that's how i get over it you know what i mean you've, so, you've crafted this identity from your own creative will right yeah it's 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 my most genuine form you know what i mean it's like i, I actually like spent quite some time just trying to like figure out who i was and uh you know take uh some like self-knowledge time and like just like learn about myself my flaws like what's what's wrong with me so i can you know kind of correct that if it's correctable and uh also 
uh, hone in on what I'm good at and what I can do and uh, just kind of like elevate that and be exceptional. You know what I mean? That's, I'm not, I'm not quite there, but I'm, I'm on my way. You know? So, so speaking of elevation, we, in our pre-interview conversation, uh, we were talking about the similarities, uh, though they, they might not be intuitive based on the, uh, a superficial look between metal and hip hop. Right. Uh, so, uh, kind of discussed, they're both very street, you know what I mean? Like they're, these are very like, you know, disenfranchised people that this kind of comes from, you know, people that were like outcasted, picked on, uh, need, want, you know what I mean? Just like, but metal kind of is like the path to darkness, you know what I mean? Because that, I mean, just like the lyrics, the, the energy, you know, it's, it's, it's rage, it's frustration. We used to get into mosh pits and people were doing kung fu in the air and like yo like honestly like you wouldn't fucking believe your eyes like i'm, I'm sure you guys have seen you know but uh you sure. know we used to play shows at extreme wheels like every oh, other yeah. weekend and yeah, yeah. you know people used to beat the shit out of each other for our music and it was kind of crazy you know like and it was cool to like give people that release and it did make them happy but at the end of the day i feel like it just kind of ate away at them and you know there was a lot of backstabbing there was a lot of you know like uh double speak and i don't really like that so i kind of disconnected myself from all that you know there's like uh everybody was just trying to be each other at one point you know what i mean it's just like there was like a cool guy around and everybody just like started dressing like him and talking like him and acting like him i'm not going to name specifics or anything but like it this happened like quite a few times in like the friend group that i was in and probably a lot of the ones that other people were in too. I'm sure other people have experienced this. It's like, you know, and that's like when you're in your early twenties, late teens, when you're trying to figure yourself out, a lot of people just become other people. And, uh, I wasn't really down with that. So, uh, that just seemed to be like en masse what was happening. You, you talked about your transition into hip hop being, uh, sort of a turning towards the light. Right. And that was more me like wanting to be myself and want like, so like, I was like, I don't like who all these other people are trying to be, you know what I mean? It just so happens like when I got into metal, like my, who I was lined up with, like what the cool image was, you know what I mean? And I, I just kind of got lucky, you know what I mean? And then like, I was, you know, I had a skill uh, with my voice and uh, lyrics, you know, I could write. So uh, shit was cool for me for a while with that. But you know, this, it's all one upping and I don't really like that energy. Hip hop's a little more on like the collaborative side, and uh, it, yeah, it, like yeah, there's like gangster rap, but like some of my favorite rappers are gangster rappers and like uh, like Schoolboy Q, but like they're also about like you know overcoming and like yeah, we'll we'll talk about this is my experience, not yours. You know what I mean? They kind of right. make it clear in uh, in their aggressive tones. Like metal is like okay, like this is my inner thoughts, and like this is like you connecting with my inner thoughts. What instead of like more of an experience? Uh, so I feel like I bring more of like the inner introspective kind of like. Uh, element into hip-hop a little more but i mean there's like you know there's other guys out there doing it obviously i'm not like the first guy to do it but uh i try to like keep things spiritual and like uplifting and uh i, I was gonna say though a lot of your your music and how you talk about engaging with life it, it's not grounded in um in a, a strong materialism right things it, it really is more about navigating personal spaces and finding the connections you're right uh you, you said that Where you do i belong 
You know, it's kind of like Linkin Park's Meteora like uh, <laughs> album. Honestly, that's still one of my favorite albums. That and like Toxicity. I listen to both of those like once a week still. Like, you know, uh, but my favorite band is Gorillaz. Yeah, well, yeah, they're great. Uh, what a what a yeah. creative act, you know. Yeah, uh, I actually had the pleasure of uh, meeting them once. It was like kind of fucking crazy. Uh, uh, now, was, it, was it hard to jump into the cartoon world? Did you like pull a Mary Poppins? No, the guy. <laughs> not, I wish uh, yeah, that Bugs Bunny thing at the beginning yeah. probably alluded to that, but no. Uh, it was actually my birthday. Uh, oh, wonderful. Super crazy. I was, uh, well, it was the day after my birthday, but I was still up. So it's like, you know, I was like super Saturday if you didn't go to sleep on Friday, you know, sure, or, sure, or, sure. or yeah. whatever. Uh, so it was still my birthday to me. I just went and saw my friend in prison. He had made like a bad decision and he was uh, put away for five years, mm-hmm. medium security, nothing super serious. It was, it sucked, but uh, didn't see him for a while. So it was nice to like go out there, but crazy. I was still up from the night before, went on a bus, like, three hours out that way i was like visiting new york for my birthday and then uh it was like i was there for five hours and i was like three hours back so it was just like a really long day but i had caught wind that there was this like jamie hewlett art gallery he was like the guy that does all the artwork and cartoons for gorillas yeah uh had no idea he was going to be there so i just really wanted to like appreciate his art you know what i mean i was just sure. this is like really cool i've like some shit that i've never seen before you know so i head over there there's like a huge line when i get there i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> is this like to get in and like they're like no he's here and he's like signing shit i'm like what like so uh i'm really tired at this point and i'm just like i probably was already standing there for like 45 minutes and uh he's like oh i'm gonna pop out for a cigarette blah 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 uh walks out uh my hand was just lifted by the spirits and i just like you know (laughs) turns around uh he said hey what's up mate and i was like oh uh i'm really tired and i had no idea you were going to be here but is it okay if i hang out with you for a minute and he's like yeah man come on i'm I'm (laughs) ready to go smoke like come on man like really like nice and enthusiastic about it this sounds like surreal too like you know i was like what so um, I went outside with him. He kind of like was like smoke, uh, smoking, you know, socializing with a couple of his friends that he actually like knew there. So I was like, I was kind of backed off. I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna let him do his thing first before trying to bother him. And uh, this is when I was releasing my second album, Lost, uh, which actually had like a gorilla's like reference, like kind of like in one, of the, in one of the lines. So, so it was a very appropriate timing for this meeting to happen. Right. Yeah. It was, it's, <laughs> it's absolutely bonkers, you know. So, uh, but that's how that kind of stuff happens. You they're, know? they're recording humans across the street, too. I mean, if I wasn't was ungodly tired. I probably would have had been like, can I come over and hang out? Like, you know, but like, uh, what I was starstruck at, you know, was, uh, which never happens to me because I've, you know, I've met like a lot of people in the, like in the industry and stuff. It's not, but dude, that's like my, the fiber of my being. You know, I, I I discovered gorillas and Daft Punk on the same night, uh, and that changed my life. You know, like my idea of music completely changed at that point. So, um. Anyways, so I was like, hey, man, 
it was my birthday yesterday. I didn't go to sleep yet, so it's still technically my birthday. Uh, could you listen to one of my songs? Uh, you guys are like my inspiration and like driving force in life. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I hope not. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. It's Very cool. Humble. I just feel like I know you because I've seen your documentary like 200 times. Like, so this is pretty comfortable for me, but also fucking wild. Uh, and he's like, well, well, I just draw pictures, so my opinion doesn't really matter, but I'll still like listen to your song. I'm like, no, 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 bro. Like... Your opinion means everything to me because you make gorillas what it is. It's not like you're just drawing pictures. Like you're, you're you have a connection with this shit, so like it, it matters. And he's like, "Well, you didn't let me finish. Damon's gonna be here in five minutes, and I'll introduce you." Wow. So like, what? Oh, uh, my jaw just hit the floor. Uh, I was like, "So Jamie Hewlett is going to introduce me to Damon Albarn?" I didn't think uh, when I was like 11 years old and discovered them that I, that would ever fucking happen. So. Right. Wait, whoa. Uh, so I go back inside with them, kind of like hanging out with them uh, while he was like signing autographs and like talking to their drummer, I guess. Like, uh, didn't really know who he was, but he was like really cool, super nice guy. I didn't even know he was their drummer until like the end of our conversation. Uh, but then you just hear like this roar of like screaming, like girls <laughs> like, and some guys. And, uh, you know, Damon walks in, obviously. He's like, he parts the Red Sea of people, walks over to Jamie. He's there for all maybe like 30 seconds. And like, I just see Jamie mouth like everything's slow motion at this point. You know? oh, sure. So he's like, you got to go meet this guy. So he comes over and talks to me. I don't remember a fucking word that was said. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's like, you know, I was, you know, was, so in the oh, moment. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, he shook, he shook my hand for a good like 10 minutes with a smile on his face and just like listened to what I had to say. And like we spoke for a little bit, you know, I don't really remember what we said. And then like he kind of just took off and it was like almost like he was just there to meet me. It was like weird, you know. So you didn't get to play him the song after all? Not him, but I got to play it for Jamie and I got really good feedback. And actually Damon's uh, manager like came up to me and like gave me her email address to like send stuff to him. I still have not gotten the courage to like send oh you gotta get on that man yeah yeah it'd be cool like i just wanted to be like where i wanted to be at you know like musically before i didn't like now yeah sure like yeah. you know put me on strange times volume two you know or uh, song machine <laughs> volume two like i'm cool with that but they're probably already done with that but anyways uh that's that's a pipe dream but it doesn't have to be. Though. It doesn't I mean, have to I, be. Shoot you know, your shot. I'm, I'm you know? putting that energy out there right now. You see this manifestation thing that we do. Uh, <laughs> and Damon, if you somehow like stumble upon this, you know, crazy little podcast from Buffalo. Yeah, man. I'm, you know, I'm, he's he's ready. I'm musically single, so hey, <laughs> let, let's fuck. Fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> right on. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've had a really incredible engagement with music. Even even when you were doing metal, you you opened up for Disturbed. Disturbed, Kill Switch Engage. Right, uh, I mean, really, yeah. people at, at the absolute pinnacle of yeah. the field in that way. Um, did you ever have dreams of that when you were younger? Did you just sort of find yourself? Not really metal music. I kind of wanted to be like a pop star. I'm no not going to lie. But no, I mean... My first love was actually like animation. That's why I connected with gorillas a lot. Uh, so I didn't really tell you about this earlier, but uh, when I was like 12, 13 years old, I was in like middle school. Um, I had my own website that I completely, and this was like- Way back. Yeah. Before kids could just do this shit. You know what I mean? I learned coding. I learned 
PHP and HTML and uh, ActionScript. And I, I did Flash animation. You know what I mean? I had sure. my own website when I was like 12, 13 years old. I did like half a million hits. It was called Chimp Comics. I started drawing comic books, you know. Uh, was into this website called Newgrounds. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah, are familiar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so like we, we yeah. all used to go on there and play the games. I'm like, I want to make the games. I want to make the cartoons. You know what I mean? I'm like this is possible. Like I just saw possibility. So I pirated a copy of Flash. Obviously, I started like doing stuff. I mean, my stuff wasn't like really amazing, but it was like I think it was still like remarkable that I was doing it with like limited tools and. Uh, I was born a little too early. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I, like I always that? felt like. Uh, if I was born like five years later, I would have been like massively successful in like everything that I did. But, uh, you know, the timing wasn't right. I mean, yeah, everybody in school knew that about me, you know, like that was like kind of like how I started making friends and all that. And uh, I was like a basement kid, dude. I, I sat in my basement and like worked, you know what I mean? I spent like my childhood working because I was like, I was bullied. I was put, you know, but, like, and instead of like, you know, letting it get to me in a bad way, I try to put that into like creative energy and, uh, you know, I, I did stop motion. I did, you know, anything you could think of, anything I can get my hands on. I'm still that way, but I don't have as much, you know, available time. But uh, so, so on, on the topic of bullying, because, yeah. you know, a, a lot of our podcast is about community, you know, yeah. and it's it's a really complicated issue because a lot of bullying is like and, and you sort of alluded to this low transference of pain and suffering onto other people sure so usually kids who are bullied bullies they usually have pretty rough things happening that right that it's a trickle physical. down you know it does it's it's learned like you said learned behavior it's not huh. it's not their fault but yo also i kind of wouldn't take it back for the world like uh, it's so crazy to say that but like without being picked on and bullied i wouldn't know who i was you know what i mean and like it's not like oh like they they picked me apart to the point where i didn't want to be myself no they made me stronger they made me want to be myself even more because as years go on you kind of realize like these people are just kind of like going with the motions and like being other people and they're not happy and that's why they're doing this to you they see that you're happy and they're jealous and they're mad and they they see that you know yourself a little bit more than they do and they you know they they rip you apart for it because they can't process it they can't understand it because they're not there yet and that comes down to like a like a spiritual maturity or intuition sure um sure. That, you know, like, you know, so maybe like I've lived many lives and maybe the other person hasn't, you know what I mean? So, uh, but eventually, uh, yeah, it gets to you. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, I'm sure. not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I've, I've always been tough. Like, uh, no, Hit dude, I, again. I, yeah, I used to, like I used that. to cry a lot. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I used to, I used to want to kill myself. I used to like hate myself. You know what I mean? Sure. Like everybody goes through that at some point, you know, especially like if you're like an alternative person or like, I, I still like kind of like identify as goth, you know what I mean? So uh you wouldn't really i'm, yeah, I'm wearing like I, very I, vibrant colors yeah, right now yeah but. it might, might be it might be an interior goth <laughs> right yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely interior goth like for sure like all black <laughs> interior like I, <laughs> I i guess my question is for for folks who because i i have my own history of i mean you know look at me of course i was bullied obviously um what what do you say to to younger folks who are that have a closer proximity to this right. stuff. Oh, so people that are going through it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's probably never going to go anywhere. It's always like, you're, it's, it's going to be something that you experience in life. I think it's part of life. Uh, I don't think you should like let it affect you as much. I mean, as, as hard as that is, because they're like, we're not in control of our chemical reactions, our emotions, you know, 
Uh, we can't really like decide whether or not something's going to make us cry. You can't really decide whether or not, you know, something's going to make you feel a certain type of way, but you can decide how you respond to it and it, you could build up a callus. I mean, yo, life is tough. Like you kind of, I, I feel like everybody, you know, like to survive, you kind of need it. It's, it kind of like lets you know that you, that you can, that you can survive and you can be better and you can make it out of stuff. You know, some people get bullied to the point where, you know, it's, you know, they don't, they feel hopeless and like they want to kill themselves and this and that. But at the end of the day, they know they're not going to unless they, I mean, yeah. As we said, hip hop is a music of the disenfranchised, the right. politically marginalized and Absolutely. victims of social and governmental violence. Um, it's also a music that has very specific class and, and racial roots. Right. Um, how do you... How do you navigate that delicately and, and with the, the proper appreciation and respect for, for the art? Well, first of all, uh, you don't use words that you're not supposed to use uh, because you don't have, you know, yeah. we, we all have, you know, it's a free country, but not without consequence, guys. Like, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, regardless of what you think a word means or uh, if, if, the, if it's not about you, you won't understand. You know what I mean? I, I'll never know what it's like to be called a word and be affected like that. You know what I mean? I so, yeah. um, you always have to be fair. You know what I mean? So I also don't want to step on anyone's toes. I try to always keep my stuff original. I try to not like, uh, emulate any artists, uh, like too strongly or anything. Uh, I don't like to talk out of, you know, out of character. Uh, anything I say is, is real life for me. It's something I went through or my viewpoint because of the life that I've lived. It's not like I'm trying to be something that I'm not, you know, that's the, this, the whole thing is like reconnecting with yourself. And I'm trying to help people reconnect with themselves. Like I was thinking maybe last night, uh, maybe I should make a song called like, try it out. Like, you know, maybe you're not a rapper, you know what I mean? Maybe you should just try out everything, you know, try out things until you find your thing. You know what I mean? People don't make songs like that because they don't want people to be better because they want to be the best. You know what I mean? It's all this like, uh, you know, I don't think you need to step on someone else to, to rise above, you know what I mean? And not, you don't need to use a human ladder to get where you want to be. Right, it might right. be a, yeah. might be a mountain path. I think it's better to, you know, sort of bring each other up to the yeah. top, you know? If you treat the climb as, as a situation where, you know, you climb on top of other people's head to get to the top, you know, you you, you burn a lot of bridges, and if you piss people off, you know, they're going to grab you back. <laughs> Especially in, like, a time of, like... Uh, extreme like surveillance and sharing and you know like we're we're always like being watched in some way you know whether you want to be or not you know like you're on this you're on stage you know 24 7 like our existence at the in this in this era is is to be on stage you know what i mean so everybody feels famous a little bit and maybe that's where it all comes from but uh that's just gotta stop you know like because like yo like, we got people like you know calling themselves influencers and like it's like so you might as well just call yourself a fucking prophet instead on a milk crate uh, in Jerusalem and like try to get people to follow, you know what I mean? It's like, or yeah. it's, propagandist it's or yeah. whatever, whatever term. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that ass. Yeah. That ass. <laughs> <laughs> that ass. So, um, yeah, I just think we like, there, there's like a real fucked up dynamic with like artists and stuff, especially too. Uh, so like, I, like, I think you're born an artist. I don't think, 
uh, I, I have a kind of like alternative viewpoint on on artistry. I think you know, there's people that believe that everybody can be taught to be an artist. I think I, don't, I think art school is like is an oxymoron. There's no way to be taught to be an artist. You can be taught fundamentals. You can be your your skills can be honed if you are already an artist. But I think that's something that you're meant to be. You know what I mean? Uh, you know it from a very young age. You're the kid that's in the fucking corner of the classroom drawing pictures whenever and, and you know when everybody else is working on their classwork because you're an artist. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is. Do you uh, believe in uh, destiny? I do believe in destiny. I, I heavily believe in fate and destiny, and that like kind of goes back to that. Uh, everybody's like kind of dealt a hand, like uh, you know, it's like sure. tarot almost. Like uh, you get like uh, a layout. You got to work your cards. You know, like work your cards to your advantage. Uh, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm white, so I have white privilege, so I'm going to use that. You know what I mean? Fuck that. Right, you know? but right, like, yeah, that's not yeah. that's not what I'm talking about. I could use, I can choose to use that card to uh, bring up other people instead of myself. You know what I mean? And then I will be supported uh, for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Instead of like just using what I was born as, like something that's completely out of my control to my advantage. You know what I mean? That's not, being white is not a component of my music. I don't think, uh, I'm, a, I'm a human being of the planet Earth, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to connect with other humans, not uh, white people or black people or Chinese people or Indian people, whatever. If you, if you got a mouth and eyes and ears, I want to connect with you. You know what I mean? I want, I want you to, I want to help you better yourself. I want to, uh, and, and, kind of just like give you fuel to take your own rocket to the moon. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to fucking uh, really guide anybody. I want to maybe just give somebody direction, you know, to finding their own direction. Maybe just be that spark that they can. Yeah, right. Open. I, I love that. A what, photon, what, a piece of the light. Yes, you know? that's right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, what I, what I really appreciate about talking to you is that there, there's never any pretense of bullshit. Yeah, you know, there, there's no stepping around stuff. You just come out and and directly say it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very like apolitical. You know, I don't, I don't, I try not to concern myself with uh, too much with what's not going on immediately around me. Like obviously things like you know the uh, the shooting that happened recently uh, touched a little close to home. Yeah, uh, God bless. By the way, um, I don't. Everything that goes on, I don't feel as though I need to comment on it, you know, because it's not always my place. That's like another, like, you know, like where, like being a white guy in hip hop, you know, uh, not everything's my place, you know. I mean, I, you, you should always be supportive and, you know, uh, but I don't think we should have extreme opinions on everything, you know. I, the, no. That's not what we're here for. I think it's a distraction from, you know, our own lives and, you know, uh, our own betterment as, as people in general. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know it can remind us, you know, but with with, with limits, take care of your own, you know, and your own is your community, your your neighborhood, and, and your city. Localized. So, yeah. so pivoting off of localized, because there's also the entrepreneurial aspect of of what you do. Yeah. Um, I, I've been loving the hat and, and the you. pens. Thanks. Uh, yeah. You want you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, so I kind of uh, so I have my own kind of like brand. I'm starting. It's also I'm. It's like an all encompassing. Uh, term for like my creative house, like uh, how uh, Kanye would do Donda, you know, like anything like artistic he does is released through Donda, you know, like so this is like mine is dead ass digital. Right, um, right now I'm like, uh, I'm producing uh, accessories like hats, pins, uh, all my own designs. So I've actually been using like Photoshop and uh, design software since I was like three years old. My dad used to be a graphic wow. designer when I was growing up. I was, that's, that's one card that I've always had in my house, you know what I mean? So, 
uh, to play. Uh, but yeah, so I kind of started it as a joke at first. Like I, on my last album uh, back in like 2019 when I was designing like the cover, I do all my own cover art and everything too. I do all my own beats usually. Uh, first time I'm working with producers on my next uh, album, like outside of myself pretty much. So, but anyways, just kind of like use like the Dolby Digital logo and like kind of yeah. like replaced it with that ass and I was like that actually looks really cool and like I just kind of made it like a brand just for me because I did, I don't like anything that's out like I don't like any clothes that are out I don't like the current designs or anything and I'm like I'm good at this why don't I just do this I can go on uh, Threadless and print up my own shirts like I have shirts that nobody has I have like a jersey that like is just like mine you know that seems to be a thread. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you cool. see something, you're like, I, I want to do this my way. Right. So I'm going to get involved. Right. So what, what sports <laughs> team, or like what sports, uh, uh, what sports style did you go with your um, dead-ass brand? Uh, baseball, because I'm baseball. a heavy hitter, you know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, right on. Uh, yeah. I decided uh, I to go with a dead ass curling jersey. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but <laughs> those, just uh, a broom. Those actually aren't really available. Uh, but right now I'm doing I'm doing hats and pins. Uh, I got a couple different styles. I'm working on a website. Uh, I'm working on getting an Instagram like polished up. You know, I started Beautiful. it up. It's dead ass digital official. Uh, my website will be deadass.digital or deadassdigital.com. I have both domains. You can use either to get there. Um, yeah, it's uh, moving slowly but surely. Like, uh, I have to prioritize my son first and foremost. You know, I have to uh, be one. a father. You know, that's number one for me. Everything else is kind of on the back burner. But, you know, as he gets a little older and more self-sufficient, I can uh, get back into what I love doing. And uh, that's, you know, just creating on all levels and wherever I can. Uh, but, yeah, so it became a thing because people started asking me about it they're like oh what is like is that like where'd you get that or like what is that i'm like well it's my brand like i you know it's really just for me and they're like oh well, if you made stuff i would buy it and i was just hearing that a lot mm. and i was just like okay <laughs> uh i'm trying to buy a house too so like let's make this happen so i just started making hats uh designed a couple pins uh yeah, I've just been kind of just selling them while I'm at work at Gypsy here. Like, you know, just the people like kind of keeping it cheap, like hand to hand. Uh, it's going to have to go up a little bit when we go online. But, uh, you know, just for get them, get them local, local, get them. Yeah, get them but if I see up. you, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up, you know, <laughs> for sure. So I, uh, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to the Gypsy Parlor again. Um, yeah. th thank you so much for hosting this. Uh, Love this working here. <laughs> For, for me, this venue was really uh, a major entry into uh, my my getting to know the Buffalo music scene. Right, uh, right. The people that come through here, there's amazing talent. The, the food's incredible. If, if you haven't ever been here on Grand Potomac, check out the Gypsy Parlor. Please it, do. It'll be worth your time. Um, so last question for me, and then I'll uh, give you the, sure. last, the final word. Um, so we, we talked about some local folks who you've been working with collaboratively, um, some not local folks who have served as major inspiration for you. Is there, uh, is there anyone local that you, you just want to share some words of appreciation uh, for, for either the support or what they do and how that you, you take that in and that inspires you or, sure. or anything like that? Uh, well, I gotta always shout out my main man. His name is, uh, his real name is Kari, but he goes by Nove Fontaine. He moved away. Uh, he was in DC for a while, but he's a major inspiration for me. We actually met at a show, um, 
it was really cool. It was like Elijah uh, Think A Lot Studios oh, yeah, back yeah, when yeah. it was on uh, Claremont. It was like kind of like a basement show, like local hip hop. Doctor Who was playing for. Uh, it was short before. This was before even like fourteen trap doors was a thing. Uh, so we were kind of just like. Uh, you know, like spitting written verses to each other outside. Free, he, he could freestyle. Like I'm, I'm more of a pen, but he's like a he's a real inspiration when it comes to freestyling, man. I've seen this guy go off for like eight minutes, like all just like fire too, like crazy, <laughs> like uh, just like hanging out. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, like what? Like you should be. I I used to just describe him as like Drake with balls. You know, what I mean? <laughs> so, like for real, like uh, this dude is like everything drake could possibly want to be you know <laughs> usually drake pretends to be in his music but uh yeah maybe you want to cut that but <laughs> no, we're sorry uh, drake I'm we love you uh, anyways but uh this isn't toronto we don't yeah, care you uh, get no love here bro uh anyways yeah kari's the man nove fontaine he became a father recently as well i'd like to give him a shout out uh and appreciation for that uh there are, man, there's just so much talent here. Uh, Billy Esco, you know what I mean? Yep. We've been, uh, we've collaborated a few times. Uh, he's, I've just seen him grow into like this amazing artist and like really just doing what he wants to do. It's been a major inspiration for me. Um, obviously the Griselda guys, uh, I've done a little work with Benny, not musically, but I've, you know, I've worked on one of his videos. I appeared in a video. We've, uh, we've played a couple shows together. Great guy, uh, deserves everything he's got. Uh, right on. All those guys, really. I know, uh, El Camino's real cool. Um, Hefe, obviously. You know, he's doing. If anyone's gonna get famous, it's Hefe Boss up, man. For real, he's uh, that's that's the dude right there. He's uh, one of the most motivated and uh, promotional individuals that I know. I I. I can't believe how dedicated he is for real he's he's really like he deserves everything everything maybe he'll real. maybe he'll grant an interview sometime yeah, yeah for sure i could hook that up i'm cool. sure he would yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah trey obviously um trey ocho I'm kind of more of like a I'm, a, I'm a little reclusive when i'm so like you guys see me here and uh i'm not really uh I don't like I don't leave my house a lot, you know. I'm with my son at home, so like I don't really like like this is like when I hang out, you know. What I mean, when I see people, uh, so really just the people that are around me, uh, that's that's who, you know. Uh, outside of that, I mean, there's a lot of talent out here, but that's who I, that's who I've been messing with, you know. What I mean, it's just uh, coming together. Yeah, Glenn Cove's got that beat battle tonight. Uh, another friend of mine. Also, you know, like outside of like hip hop, uh, there's a couple like amazing like dubstep producers that are uh in our area too that you know that's like a huge thing around here uh like is dead and uh booze uh those guys are really fucking killing it they're doing a great job uh indie artists rock artists there's uh i'm like again like i'm a huge gorillas we, we, fan we, so we, we i could i could go off we, like we got to bring these blinders in because we're gonna thinking sure. every individual in the <laughs> right yeah, it's like, who do i, who do yeah. I love and everybody I'd like to thank my no, mother but, my mother's mother uh, no I, <laughs> Overall, though, just being a Buffalonian and being out here and just like, you know, being born here, like it just like makes you into a whole other beast, man. Like you like it's so inspirational to just see uh, others that, you know, like were at one point in your shoes or like, you know, you could relate with just like just like turning into a fucking phoenix and rising from the ashes. You know what I mean? I like to uh, I kind of like 
amalgamate things with uh, Pokemon. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I judge my progression as like, am I like I used to be a Charmander, but now I'm like a Charmeleon, and I'm like this close to being a Charizard. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. So, we'll keep you know, on keep terms on that training. we can all understand, you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, to, to wrap things up a bit, because we're, we're almost out of time. Um, I always like to ask people um, what kind of advice they can give to others. And, and in this case, I'm going to ask um, to other rappers who are, are white and kind of want to get more involved in the scene. You know, obviously, you got to make sure that you know. First off, you check yourself. Like you mentioned earlier, there's certain language that you know it's not appropriate to use. Yeah. You know, um, how can you get involved as a newer artist, a newer rap artist in the scene, in a respectful way, in a way that's not appropriating and more uplifting to the rest of the scene as well? So uh, that all of. First of all, that's also that's that's rooted in uh, self knowledge. Uh, never try to be something that you're not. Never uh, put on a costume. Never, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That you can you can be in blackface without painting your face black. You know what I mean. So like, they don't like it. They don't appreciate it. It's not cool. Uh, just be yourself. Be a genuine person. Keep your music real. Keep it. You know, do your thing. And people are going to judge you no matter what you do, so just fucking do it, you know? Uh, you can't, uh, again, like policing, like micro-policing, everything that, you know, everyone does. Uh, people, if you're dedicated and you're working hard, that's what people are going to see. They're not going to see the color of your skin. They're going to see that you're a real person. They're going to see that you're hardworking. They're going to see that you have something to say. If you do have something to say, you know, and again, it's not for everybody, too. You know, what I mean, I don't want to be like an asshole or discouraging or anything, but like not not everybody's an artist. Like not if, if it doesn't work out for you, try something else. That might be your thing. You could you could be behind the scenes. You could be still involved. And that's those are pivotal roles that uh, need to be uh, filled. And nobody wants to do that because, again, like we all feel like we're famous in some way for for what reason. I don't know. Uh, but. Yeah, like let's uh, let's not all try to be in the spotlight. Like I don't, I, I, I don't even really want to be in the spotlight like that. But I just like I can't. I'm compelled to make music. You know what I mean? So I can't not. But uh, you know, it's, it's not everybody's thing. Uh, but it can be. I mean, you is just be yourself. You know, that'll tell you everything you need to know. Hell yeah! Beautiful. Well, that's a great note to end on. And with that. I'm Mike Shamil. And I'm Davin Mullen. And our guest today is Big Brother, and this is the Eighth Note Sessions. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you for you. coming, and thank Absolutely. you for watching. Thank you. Check out Down to Earth by Big Brother. Spirit gun, hurricane, Kamehameha. Book of the Vashanti and the Degas of Danak. Focus on my energy, I'm never gonna stop. Focus on my energy, I'm never gonna stop. Demons of my enemies, I put them in a the plot. B.I.G. Supreme in case a motherfucker forgot. I can see the future, I can see the wrath of God. So I guess my only fan is poking holes in the facade. Down to earth, down to earth, man, I wish it was more down to earth. I feel like I am lifting the curse. I feel like I am shifting the course. I don't do this for kissing the awards. The 8th Note Sessions are produced by Music is Art. Our co-hosts are Devin Mullen and Michael Shamil. Editing by Michael Shamil. The executive director is Tracy Fletcher. Our program director is Sarah Elizabeth Shaw. You can help programs like this keep going by donating today at musicisart.org. Thanks for listening.